Adulting is hard. Whether you're working hard to make deadlines, meet expectations, or juggle responsibilities, you're always on the go. And even when you're not, you're still painfully aware of your own existence, crushed beneath existential dread, forever mired in the muck of mediocrity. Why not let go and have some fun with Colour Time? Playtime are now hosting a free-to-enter monthly colouring competition to bring together the community with art drawn by ABDL artists, including me. Let your inner child out and join in for the chance to win a $10 gift card with Playtime. Simply download the colouring page at playtime.link slash colour time, colour it however you want, and send it in before the deadline using the hashtag colour time for playtime. We'll pick the top five pages and the community votes for the winner on the Playtime Playground. Let yourself regress and see if you can stay in the lines. More information on the Playtime website. the covid no i heard the covid <laughs> um but we actually have two special guests one is off camera but it's barney yeah hi barney yeah hello hello he is british and he does all the ad reads too yeah he does the, all the ad reads he's the man that makes racist time sound sexy <laughs> Yeah, you will have heard my my dulcet tones before. Yes. And then we have Ryoko. You can't tell, Hello. but he's actually an avatar right now. High five. Shows the high five. Other hand. There. Well, I took most of it off. But his hair is blue. But yeah, that's the intro. Really blue. My it's... scalp is blue. Okay. Your nails are blue also. Yeah. Wait, I'm not there right now. Your hair is blue? My hair isn't really blue. It's just my scalp. He's oh, trying okay. to dye his hair today. He's having a mental health crisis. Well, I was wanting to dye my hair, but I didn't have the bleach to go into the toner with. So I'm just going to use the rest of my dye and buy more later. But yeah, so this week's is Trip Down Memory Lane. Yay! Yeah. It's about childhood. Are you ready to talk about your childhood trauma? Oh, God. <laughs> well, not trauma, just things we miss. I, I wanted to be like today, have like a positive, you know, good light feel, you know. I'm in my pajamas, okay. and I'm like, you know, I don't care today. I just, things we miss about childhood. You have dirt on your hood. Just, just die in with your fingers. That's just the cum stain. But yeah, that was, that's the goal. I can't actually hear anything with two headphones in. But yeah, Griffey. Yes. Any, any like standout moments of your life that you can think of on top of your head? Um, well, I miss going camping with my grandparents. Every My grandfather used to have this uh, camper. <clears throat> and every summer for summer vacation, my grandparents would take me and we'd go camping and because my grandparents i've been to every state east of the mississippi river and so like 
my grandparents, while we were camping, they taught me how to play like dominoes, chess, checkers, euchre, rummy. Um, so I, I learned how to play a lot of board games and a lot of card games. But Oh, yeah, shit, yeah. My grandfather had to sell the camper when he got kicked by a horse because he used to have horses. And one day he this went to go. This man that has like half his face like metal. Yeah. Because of being kicked by a horse, half, he had to have facial reconstruction surgery and he had to have uh, titanium and uh, metal plates put in his head. So whenever he goes through TSA, he has to carry that medical card saying, you know, he's got, you know, foreign metals, you know, in his body. Because otherwise they'll freak out when he sets off the metal detectors. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but what's uh, one thing you missed from your childhood, Michael? Honestly, my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up really early. My older sister was never at home. My older brother was never at home. So I was in charge of taking care of my sisters and waking myself up. Plus waking them up for school every day. So I wish that I actually had the opportunity to grow up. I have a fun fact. Both of our older brothers have the same name. Tristan. And they're both dicks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mine looks like a caveman. Mine, he just looks like a badger. A badger? Yeah. A badger. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, talk about badgers. Tall badger, 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 mushroom, mushroom. mushroom. <laughs> um, but I was going through Twitter and stuff. By the way, this is off topic. So I was going through Twitter, and it said otters every hour. And it was the Columbus Zoo's live stream of the otters. And they're just like running around. I was like, hey, it's Griffey's family. <laughs> I am an otter. But... I can't think of any, like, uh, I have tons of, like, good memories and stuff, but a funny memory of my childhood, and I've, I've told this on Twitter Spaces multiple times, my brother peeing out the window. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah in the wintertime? Yeah. yeah, and then my dad stood out there, he was trying to figure who was peeing out the window, and then he saw my brother just, like, you know, stick his willy out there and just start peeing, and because there's this giant yellow, like, frozenness on the side of the house. Pissicle. Just everywhere. And he's just like, hey, stop peeing. <laughs> and so he reverted to peeing down the uh, the, the AC unit, like the vents, peeing in them in them and the corners. Jeez. You have no room to talk. You pee, you pee on like every street sign in New Concord. Yeah, I have to mark my territory. Okay, well, he was marking his territory in our bedroom. In our bedroom. Yeah, but see, at least I'm house trained. At least I know to go outside. You know, this boy would not surprise me if for some odd reason he's like an AVR or something, or at least a DL, because he's shot himself so many times because he didn't want to get up, or he's pissed himself. I'm like, why is it I'm the one that gets in trouble for this? Because you make it publicly known? No, I meant like when we were kids. He was just like, sit there and just like pee himself in the whole playing game. I'm like, yeah. But I get in trouble? What? And now, your family just basically makes fun of you. My family doesn't make fun of me, but they know I have childish tendencies. That's why, that's why Squidgy's around. You know, my sister bought Squidgy. Squidgy's not out here. Squidgy's in the bedroom. 
Squidgy is being squidgy. Bah, bah, squidgy. Bah. I'm not squidgy. You're you're freaking squidgy. No. Oh damn! Didn't make that. Okay. So to try to get back on track, Barney, what is one thing you miss from your childhood? It's definitely the drink in the pints. Yeah, it's the drink. No, um, actually, mine's kind of bittersweet. I've got uh. I, I now have started collecting again, but when I was a kid, I used to collect action figures and comic books, and I was really into Digimon, and I had all the Digimon figures, Digimon. and they were super rare. Oh, it's the best. But um, it was really sad when I was a kid. They all got thrown out, everything, all my toys and everything. And, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't want these anymore. I'm a big kid now. And immediately regretted it. And have now spent my early adulthood collecting again so i'm i'm slowly amassing lots of like marvel action figures and comic books and stuff and uh even some some digimon which are really expensive and really hard to track down but uh yeah i'm slowly reclaiming that part of my childhood okay so who's your favorite marvel superhero wow man emma frost I'm going to have to go with the stereotypical Deadpool. I love Deadpool. Fair enough. I love me some Deadpool. Just like everything about him is hilarious. Like because of Deadpool, if I ever own a taco truck, I'm going to make it look like Deadpool's taco truck. (laughs) Well, I went to my first Comic-Con last year and let's just say seeing a lot of Deadpools, Deadpool just kind of... um, Hits different for me now. Deadpool and Spider-Man and Stormtroopers. Yeah. They uh they be looking fine. Which so there's Spider-Man? a pup. <laughs> That's the Spider-Man. So there's a pup down in Florida. His name Spidey is Spidey pup. pup. And he wants me to come to Florida. And I was like, if I come to Florida and go to a pup event with you and you wear your Spidey suit, I'm going to have to buy me a Deadpool suit. That way we can be Spidey Pup and Deadpool Pup. He goes... Dude, that'd be awesome. He goes, you know how many people would freak out? I was like, that would be awesome. Um, yeah, because I know he wants he wants a lot of us to come down there and stuff. Yeah, um, he sent me a couple links to like um, where to find those suits and stuff out that he has. I was because I was like, how did you even get that design? He's like, oh, I'll I'll send you the links of the people that that did it for me and stuff. And I just had you know I just sent them the concept art and all that, and they made it for me. I was like. That's so freaking awesome. Yeah. But I, yeah. Just, he's, he's got a couple new wrestling singlets, and I'm like, dude, I just got the new uh, Cell Block 13 Kennel Club Bandit singlet. I was like, I got it, and I w- was going to take pictures of me in it on Monday and make some new content, but I had to work Monday, and then Tuesday, yesterday, I just pretty much slept all day. It was just like... Wintertime is not fun for me. I hate it. It just makes me want to hibernate. Um, talking about last night. So I'm trying to make a loom video for RJK, Barney. And I'm trying to do it over about like the Twitter spaces and all that. And I listen to the recording. And I hear these two in a whole different room moaning. No, it was just me. It was just Michael. <laughs> and I hear him. Me. I hear you beating the shit out of him. 
He wanted me to paddle him. He wanted me to crop him. He wanted me to use that medical pinwheel on his skin. Where did you put? Did you put that thing back downstairs? Mm -hmm. You go back downstairs. No. So he wanted me to like spank him and shit like that. So that's what I was doing. But I was trying to make a recording for RJ, and I just hear. "Ah, So you know what? ah, I'm like, oh my gosh! You know know a solution to that, Bubby? So you know how. Your sister feels. You and your dad. And she's trying to make a video. Okay, but this 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 was for like a business thing, like for a presentation. And I was like, I need to get this done. Because I left it alone until later on that night because the fact of one, I just needed a space to be open. And I needed and since you were already upstairs and stuff, I was like, okay, great, I can just do it right now. It's just one of those things that I need to do, like, just all my free time just to get done. And so I took the opportunity, and it just kept, I had to record this thing at least seven times because of you guys. And I finally got one. I was like, I have headphones. I'm like, okay, I can't hear anything. And so I'm praying that um, if you, like, max it out to, like, 200%, you don't hear you guys in the background. I'm just praying. And everybody that was on in the um, space, because I needed to make sure the space was open the whole time while I'm doing this. So I had to make sure that I had co-host or host privileges. And so I had to, I was like, everybody, I'm going to need y'all to like behave. And so I had to like stick them like underneath my ass on two pillows. And... I'm just hearing them like just trying to like make a mockery and stuff, and because I can read it on my computer what they're trying to say, because I'm in the um, chat with Playtime account, and so I'm reading this. I'm like, y'all are being so stupid, because they're literally trying to make loud noises to be heard on the video. Oh, well, I was I was just beating the shit out of Michael because he wanted me to. That's why I opened the doors. Like, can y'all like calm down for like five minutes? I need to make a video. And I went right back to crop, and I'm like, nope, I'm not done. We're in the middle of a scene. I'm not going to be quiet till the scene is over. But yeah, that's how that went. And I'm praying that I did not send a porno to RJ. <laughs> Spank bank. Literally. I'm kind of hoping you did. It, it <laughs> I am too. It would be great. Oh my gosh. There is so much stuff. Like, uh, I was watching a Loom video from... Um, Austin and he was because we're doing stuff for um in the background and he pulls up his thing to pull up like the picture that he needs to use and all underneath is all these like crotch pics of like diapers and stuff <laughs> and after he submits the video like he, he goes I just not realized there's all these like diaper pics in that <laughs> I was like that's whatever so what is something else about your childhood you miss? Um, so in New Concord, if you're under the age of 10, you get free cookies. Nice. Wait, what? Yeah, at the um, at the IGA, if you are under the age of 10, you can walk up to the bakery and they will and you can ask for a free cookie and it's a chocolate chip cookie. I want a cookie. So do I. I was never allowed to have one. Mm-hmm. What is something you miss? What is something I miss? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I played a lot of video games growing up as a kid, right? 
Don't I, get me started. My dad has still has the old Nintendo Entertainment System, like the very first Nintendo that came out. I played the shit out of that game. The thing I miss the most is having to turn the TV to Channel 3 in order to play a video game. Ours was Channel 1. For me, it was Channel 3. I still have my Nintendo 64 from when I was a kid. We have the Super Nintendo, the 64, Game the GameCube. GameCube. Yep. The oh, the GameCube. Oh my uh, god, I love the GameCube. I miss the Sega Dreamcast. You can rebuy one. Really? I miss the Dreamcast. That was my favorite console. Is it was because it was advanced. It was so far ahead of its time that it was like Sony had the PlayStation and they also had the Dreamcast. The Dreamcast technically was the first console besides a computer that you could play online. And they were trying to take that technology and put it in the PlayStation. And because of all the advanced technology in the Dreamcast, Sony was afraid that it was going to kill off the PlayStation name line. So they made parts so expensive that when it broke, you had no choice but to buy a new console or switch to a PlayStation. But the one game I missed most is Tokyo Extreme Racer. And it's based in Japan off the uh, Tokyo highway system. And, like, it forced you to have to fine-tune the car. Like, it was it's not one of those games like today where you just buy a car, you can just, you know, do a couple upgrades and go race it. No, like, you had to tinker with the aerodynamics, the gear ratios, different pressures on different components. It was so fun. I spent so much time on that game. Did anyone play um, Pokemon Coliseum on GameCube? Yes. yes. That was the best. That to me I... was like, it felt real. The graphics, like looking at them now, I'm like, eh. But at the time I was like, oh wow, they made it 3D. They made it real. What about that uh, camera that you could have for the console? Oh my gosh, yeah. The, the Pokemon camera? Yeah, I remember that. Like, since you guys are talking about systems, I mean... I miss the 360 games on Xbox. I still have my 360. Every time I play Call of Duty Black Ops 2 or anything like that, it just makes me want to cry because I miss all of that. I miss the 360 before they even came out with the Xbox Ones, the Series X. Like I just miss playing on the 360. But my brother stole mine. It's useless. I love Black Ops 2. Nobody plays those games anymore. Black Ops 2 Modern Warfare 3 are the only two Call of Duty games I will actually sit down and play. I hate Call of Duty. I'd rather play Battlefield. But when it comes to Black Ops 2 and Modern Warfare 3, I will play online for hours. Black Ops 2 had to be my all-time favorite Call of Duty Black Ops. So Just... you online, I made my combat knife gold. And that's hard to do. Mm-hmm. Because you cannot have a primary or secondary weapon. You just have to run on with the knife and just kill people with the knife. I had all my snipers gold. I had all my shotguns and assault rifles gold. I generally just used sniper throughout the entire time I played. Oh, so I was kind of one of those bitch people. I had the... Uh, right shield and knife. No, I had the Barrett 50 cal with an ACOG scope. And I'd run around with the sniper with an ACOG scope and just shoot people and piss them off. They're like, I can't believe you're running out with this sniper and ACOG. I'm like, would you rather me camp and snipe you from across the map? Um, so, talking about camping and stuff, 
So in Battlefield Two, uh, it's like bad oh. company. It's like bad company two or something like that. Uh, there was one. There was this giant forest map, and you could um, you could spam the um, the tagging one, and you could just do it really really quick, just across the whole field, and figure out where the other snipers were. As soon as you did that, you like laid on top of a building, and point up because the fact that uh, Bad Company was like one of the first games to use bullet gravity, yeah. and you just like calculate. You're like, okay, shoot up this far, and you hit him like right there, and you're like, yeah, headshot. And I used to do that all the time. And my brother was like, oh, Battlefield, back, yeah, Battlefield, Bad Company, Bad Company too. I love so, Battlefield but, games because you can actually destroy and drop buildings. I thought you were talking about Battlefield because I've played Battlefield and they do have really good um, bullet gravity. So it's like really hard to coordinate where you're going to shoot unless you actually know. Yeah. Well, like um, with a sniper, it's like when you're trying to ju- adjust for distance, you take that test shot and adjust from that. And then um, there's also a way you have to. There's a thing on your um, little arrow thing. You have to like press up, so you have to actually figure out the calculation of that, and then adjust your scope. Because if it was they were across the field, you need a thousand um, a thousand meters, and then you had to do it from there. That's why I love Battlefield because it was more realistic than Call of Duty. The thing I hate about Call of Duty is like. Advanced warfare, how you can run on the walls and shit. Well, they, they like, you can't do that. that shit in real life. I know that's like futuristic, but it's like really because people would expose the glitch and be outside the map and still run on the walls and shoot you and kill you, and you couldn't kill them because they're outside the map. I'm, like I was that type of person getting into the glitches. Well, because that's also the same time that Timefall came out, and that mechanic was like big was the running, and then pretty much like a year or two after that. Um, Call of Duty through that mechanic and the newest technique now on every game is tap strafing. Is what tap strafing? It's where they literally just tap one little acock thing in their their game and just swipe it, and then it just takes them darting across the screen, and they could just kill you. Interesting. Like tap strafing is the new technique in the games now, and then I just can't do it. Everybody can do it. Hey, Barney, I have a question for you. Shoot. Did you ever play 007 GoldenEye on the, on the 64? 64? Yeah. Oh. Wait, uh, no, I had, it, I had it on GameCube, but is that the same one? Is it GoldenEye? Um, I think it is. I'm not sure. I, I know the version I had was on the 64. Yeah, it was so wonky because you, like, you hold the control this way. But some of the controls you had, you had to press some of the ones here, and it's just like <laughs> I missed it. I, I I'm gonna have to get a RCA to HDMI converter so I can play my 64. One of my favorite games that I played on the PlayStation was Dexter. Didi, like, get out of my laboratory! I was like, like, like Dexter's laboratory. Uh-uh. It was like uh, a little rat character that um, had this like gun that he carried around all the time. He, most of the time you would have to use this gun to get around places. Um, I had my I had like one of my like first trait moments. But also the in Australian game. kangaroo game that you were talking about. That game was fun to me too. The tiger? 
Oh, Tiger, yeah. He's a Tasmanian Tiger. He has boomerangs. He's Australian. Well, that was a PlayStation 2 game. Um, but Final Fantasy 10-2. Um, I literally had like my straight moment in life right there. Because you know the um the main character. I swear to God, I was like, I'm going to like marry this woman. And then I saw her like boyfriend and I was like, I'm going to marry this man. They both are hot, and that's that day was when I found out I have a blonde, a blondie fetish. Glad I'm not blonde. Okay, love... I'll see your blonde fetish and raise you ginger. Yes, I agree. Reba McIntyre is what started my ginger. Tonight, Wayne. Oh, I would come up with like a glazed donut for that woman. Reba more. Yeah. I, okay, Shania Twain. Yeah, but Reba. Oh my God, I would go straight for that woman. Reba McIntyre is part of one of the very few women I would actually go straight for. <laughs> do you remember her? Do you remember her TV show? Reba? Yeah, I used to watch it all the time. Oh my gosh, I love it. I hate that. Um, what's that blonde girl's name? She was super dumb. Uh, it's been a long time though. Yeah, it's been a long time Man, since I watched it. She, I, I couldn't tell if I liked her or not, just because like how dumb she was. Right. Did any of you guys know about um, Days of Our Lives? No. Uh-uh. Okay, so real wow. quick, to go back to the Reba okay, show, I my favorite it. episode was when Reba built the uh, swing set slash treehouse for the sun, mm-hmm. and the dad comes back, because in the show, Reba and the dad was divorced, yeah. and the kid wanted the dad to stay in the treehouse with him, you know, have a camp out night, and the dad was like, hey, Reba... Uh, do you mind if I get a pillow and a blanket? And she's like, this ain't the first time. You should be used to sleeping outside. Here's a pillow and a blanket. I was like, oh, that's fucking great. He's sleeping outside. <laughs> like, I laughed because she was just like, yeah, here's a pillow and blanket. You're used to sleeping outside. I just thought that episode funny because he was like, you did a real good job, like, at cutting wood for the treehouse. You did a good job, you know, nailing them together and screwing them together, you know, the boards. And he's trying to shake, and he goes, it's pretty sturdy. It doesn't rock or nothing. She goes, yeah, I know what I'm doing. I was like, you go, girl. Gosh. Um, Barney, do you have any, like, childhood shows that you remember that you love? Um, I'm trying to think. I always loved the Totally Spies. I'll be honest. Oh my gosh! You know they that's were a, the coolest. Um, that reminds me. So, um, like Totally Yoko. Yes, Totally Yoko. So, do you ever watch that show, Barney? <laughs> no, I didn't. So. Yeah, I had to Google it the first time I heard. I feel you. like I, it's like a cult. If you know it or you don't, it's like if you know it, you love it. But everybody else is like, never heard of it. Well, but, there are people who have watched it who hated it. I've never Disney met one kid, person so. that ever watched it and hated it. I've only met people that watched it, and they're like, oh my gosh, it's a great show. And then people are like, what the hell is this? Right. So, Barney, one of the kink stores I like to go to, one of the cashiers, his name is Diego. Well, their name is Diego. And they will wear makeup and look like one of the characters, Odd. Blonde hair, purple makeup. I'm like, first time I walked in with my pup hood on, because I always go in my puppy gear, I saw him and I was like, um, excuse me, can I 
tell you something? And they were like, what's that? I was like, you remind me of Odd from Code Lyoko. And when I said that, his face lit up. He just smiled from ear to ear. And they were like, that's the look we were going for. I love Odd. I was like, I do too. Odd was my favorite character because he's just like the rebellious kid of the group. You know, I'm going to break the rules. You know, I'm going to spray paint. You know, school sucks on the side of the school. You know, I he has that I don't care at. You know, I was like, he was my favorite character. I love his little dog, Kiwi. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Kiwi was funny. Kiwi would always get into trouble. The only reason I have any idea what you're talking about is because I googled Odd from Code Lyoko the first time you guys talked about this on the podcast because I was so lost. Really? <laughs> I've never seen Code Lyoko, so... Um, it's actually it's actually considered a French cartoon. Yeah. <clears throat> which I think is really funny. So after I get my first tattoo of my puppy paw, the semicolon, I'm eventually going to get a tattoo of Xana on me. I'm going to get Xana's logo tattooed on me. I'll probably do it like on my wrist or something like that. Gosh. Um, but did you ever watch Totally Spies? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I freaking love it because I, the old I, guy I was, Jerry. Oh my god, I, to, I always felt like it was kind of like Powerpuff Girls. But no, like, it reminded me more of Charlie's Angels. I was about to say it was like a combo of Powerpuff Girls and Charlie's Angels, which my my other two favorite things because they have like the colors. Oh my god, Charlie's Angels, Lucy Liu, Cameron Diaz, oh. and uh, Drew Barrymore. Oh my god. So, Drew Barrymore's name in the movie was Helen Zass. Helen Zass. Z-A-S-S. So, when you said it, it sounded like you were saying Helen's ass. Which I thought was funny. And then Cameron Diaz in the show wore little kids' briefs. Like, legitimate briefs. Like, whitey tighties. And it was funny as hell. Like, they each had their own quirk, which made them funny. So you want to take a break real quick? Yeah. We're about the 30-minute mark? Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey, you. It's me, Barney from Playtime. Remember, I promised I'd explain Playtime's awesome new diaper bags to you if you promised to go check them out. You haven't returned any of my calls, so this is my last resort. Playpacks are a multi-handle backpack diaper bag made from high-quality, waterproof nylon by the folks at Playtime. Playpacks are able to fit up to six adult diapers, with room to spare, and with their wide, reinforced main compartment, they stay open on their own during changes. Plus, if you're an overpacker like me, the Playpack has you covered with oversized elastic and interior pockets, as well as insulated cup holders. And they're not just good for diapers. With their inner zippers and front net pockets, they're the perfect size for school, work, or outdoor activities. I'll never need another bag again. Choose from a bunch of different designs, from adorable dino and sailor patterns to more discreet baby blue or blackout designs. These functional diaper bags will have you feeling super cute, whilst making sure you're always prepared for a change wherever you are. Well, I've upheld my end of the bargain. Now go check out Playtime's Playpacks and see which one's for you. Please, don't let me down. So, Bubby, I have a question for you. Last week when Cody was here, we were talking about diapers. 
I had a question to ask you and Cody, but we ran out of time. What do you think about the new lion design from ABU? There's two. And the uh, Alpha, there's two. There's the the Alpha Gators. Gators. Yeah, well, we two. were talking about ABU, so I yeah. don't, I haven't, yeah, I don't know about the other more. brand. Yes. But... No, no, they're both from ABU. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we got Alpha Gators, and it's so and lions, and then you got the Alpha Gators, like alphabet, they have alpha letters. It's spelled with a giant A, and at the last of Gators is with a Z, so it's from A to Z. But um, I'm talking about the actual lions. I was getting there, and then you have like the um, the little kings. Um, but I find them really, really cute and stuff. So they, ABU did a different style of design to make it work. So instead of it being like a pattern where they just like chop, 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 and it's just being able to repeat uh, mass production, this one, if they have to actually have it like precise, so it fits on, cause it's not, it's no longer the same pattern from front to back. It's a different pattern from mm-hmm. front and the back so they have to be precise when it gets cut and so i'm really really excited plus they have like six it's like six thousand two hundred and fifty milliliters and which you'll still leak down piss all over your bed who knows maybe i don't know um but the cloth style that they are using for this one is supposed to feel more like a huggies or like a pampers unofficially but, you know, just that feel and, like, the nostalgic feel to it. Right. So, maybe they'll have the smell, too. I don't know. Ooh, just get some baby powder. The smell. Pop! Oof. <laughs> but, I find it really, really cool and stuff. But, right now, there is a hold on them. So, you can only order the um, samples for the first two weeks. After that, then, you're allowed to buy the packs. What about you, Barney? Are you excited for him? I don't know what. I'm not like. No, not really. I I, I didn't really get the whole hullabaloo about it. Um, like, is there meant to be something special about them? Everyone was kind Just of acting like nos- so nostalgic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If I'm being honest, I'm not really that excited about it. I just. I'm excited that they have two different ones. So that's more of what it's supposed to feel is um, because, you know, when you have something that you're, you know, you know, I mean, it's a great, it's a great actual correlation, like great childhood memories. If you can correlate that with something like this, you know, you just, I'll have to try them before I can actually say my opinion on them. You know, it's just supposed to make people feel, you know, like they're a child again. Now, I think that's, I think that's, the big point that they're trying to go for. I'm really excited for it because like, I don't know, I feel like that would just give a little bit more of a little vibe. And I just love for, uh, I would love to see how that looks with my hood. Speaking of hoods, I'm in process of designing a new hood. I thought you redesigned this sucker. Well, I'm still tweaking it. Okay, my hood that I have now took me four months to actually finalize and say I'm happy with. This one, I've been working on since November, and I'm almost finished with it. I'm about that three-month, going on four-month mark. I've already ordered mine, and it should be here in the next couple weeks, so. 
Well, I can't wait till that comes in. I'm excited to see you wear your new hood. But see, I wanted to get a new hood because I'm still tweaking on the name. I I have been sort of like rediscovering myself, you know, because wintertime I don't try to do it, but I just isolate myself because I get seasonal depression. So I just don't want to be around people. And during this time of not being around a lot of people, it's given me time to think, you know, I've grown up. I've started becoming more switch. I've started becoming more beta. I want to get a hood that looks more beta-ish, you know, just something that says, yeah, I'm still Griff, but I've grown up and matured. I'm not that immature puppy I used to be. I've grown up. I've been around the block a couple of times. I know what I'm supposed to do, you know, so I just wanted to get a new hood to kind of reflect that. So it's been a journey of self-discovery while in isolation, but it's not that I, I still message people and talk to people. It's just like, you know, I'll be, you know, in the mood to hang out and go to events when it starts warming up, when I can actually go outside and enjoy being outside because I hate the snow so much. And they're like, well, you live in the wrong state. I know I live in the wrong state. I've lived in the wrong state for the last 28 years, but can't do anything about that. I mean, here's a nice little thing. So cold is basically just perspective, really, to think about. So if you were if you were born in Texas, 70 degrees would already be cold for you. Then you'd be like, God, I wish it was warmer. You know, versus living in freaking Ohio and be like, 70, be like, oh, Okay, it's a little bit warmer out today. Thank God. Yeah, but the thing is, though, below 60 is cold for me. I get cold easy. Yes, I know that, but I'm saying perspective. Cold is perspective. Because negative 50 and negative 100, which one's colder? Negative 100. But they're both cold. Cold is literally just an idea of how you perceive things. I know. So I'm saying it's, a, it's more of a benefit if you live in the cold, because then you can go somewhere warmer and be like, God, it's fucking hot here. I love it. Versus it being like, God, it's only nine degrees. Where's my fucking sweatshirt? I'd still rather move south. I'm not saying you shouldn't move south, but I'm saying you have that perspective now versus just being born in the you know in Texas or you know a warm state. You have the the ability to go. Yeah, this this state's a lot fucking warmer. I love it here. I'm staying here. Because you have the past experience of it, so you can see their perspective. That's what I'm trying to get for it. I would like to go back to fucking Texas just because of the fact that I like um, dry summers and not wet summers. I want to go back to New Orleans. I Every time I go to New Orleans, I have had an amazing time. I've had so much fun. My goal... One thing I'm looking forward to this year is I want to go to Pride, and there's three different places I want to go to Pride. I either want to go to Orlando Pride to go with Spidey Pup. I want to go to Denver, Colorado to go to Pride with Pup Lemonade. Or I want to go to New Orleans because I want to go also hit up Bourbon Street, and I want to go to Mardi Gras as well. So I have two stories for you. So one is about when I was in Mississippi. So when I was, I don't know, I want to say eighth grade or Something like that. Um, we went down to Mississippi. 
and we kept seeing we kept seeing um the the gator signs everywhere and we're like okay like you know or why like you know like we knew like you know the gators are around and everything but we're like okay but like what's the actual chances of us like actually seeing one because we're gonna be on the beach there was one so somebody's we cool. so you know we pack all our stuff in and stuff and literally the next morning i walk out to the back porch and there are seven alligators on that back porch sitting there and this is um it's a three-story um house so like the first story kind of has like a like basement area that you walk through but it's uh has a door so you can shut it off in case we're like wild animals or flood tried to come in and then the main story is the second the third floor so i'm on the second floor of this balcony and i'm about to walk down and i see seven gate alligators on the steps just chilling there and i was like okay i now understand the alligator signs and i walked my ass right back inside I went mom there's alligators on the back porch so when I went to Orlando, well, I went to Disney World a while back. You know, I was still in school. And we were had got a house to rent for the week in Orlando. And it had a swimming pool, you know, like an indoor pool in the yeah. backyard. I went to go swimming, and I saw some in the bottom of the pool. You know, I thought it was one of those alligator pool toys. So I didn't think anything of it. I jumped in the pool. And then I saw this thing start to rise up, and I shit myself, jumped out of the pool, and I saw the head, and I heard it hiss, and I'm like, nope. I ran back in the house. I'm like, I'm done swimming. My dad was like, why is that? I was like, there's a fucking alligator in the swimming pool. He goes, are you kidding me? I was like, I'm as serious as a heart attack right now. I said, there's a fucking alligator in the swimming pool. So he walks out to the swimming pool, and he sees it, and it's on top of the water, just swimming around. And he's like, who do I even call to get this alligator out of the swimming pool? I was like, I have no idea. Um, the alligator hunter. Yeah. <laughs> a couple years late on that. <laughs> no, it's not alligator hunter. It's uh, Crocodile Dundee is who you need to call. Too late, he's gone. That's Steve Irwin. No. Crocodile Dundee is a movie. That's not a knife. This, this is, is a, a knife. knife. Oh, no! Um... But the other story was um, Amar jumped in on the Twitter space and people were already like just talking shit about me and stuff. And because that's normally how these go. And I asked something, I was like, so what, what are we going to do and stuff like when we go to California? And he's like, well, Dylan, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to stick you in a B&B tell you the times you need to be there and make and make sure you leave me the fuck alone <laughs> i was like i feel that because if you don't i will literally just be walking around be like rj can i have some water be like dylan this get out of my bedroom <laughs> he's like i was like i'm just gonna be a tourist and go oh my gosh there's a balloon take a picture oh my god there's people take a picture oh my god there's a golden state bridge take a picture he's like i figured this is how it's gonna go now for you <laughs> Yeah, I want to go to San Francisco and go to Mr. S. I told him I want to go to Mr. S too and be like, take a picture. And I also want to go to Folsom and I want to go to Door Alley. 
I would have some. I'm gonna have so much fun when I go to Folsom and Door Alley. Well, if um, if Barney call. comes, um, Barney's make sure he's not clowning around. <laughs> now, if Barney ever comes, I'll get him some Chucky dolls. I'll get him some ICP stuff. Oh, oh, not Chucky dolls. Oh, what? Chucky dolls are. I'll cute. be your friend until the end. I never cute. watched a damn Chucky movie, nor have I ever want to. You need to. Nope. You need to see one with his wife. Oh, uh, oh Seed of Chucky. Of Chuck- yeah, Bride of Chucky followed by Seed of Chucky. Just, it's so great. It really is great. No, no. It's Jennifer lovely. Tilly's in it. I don't, know, I don't know who Jennifer Tilly's is. Tilly. <laughs> it's Tilly, not Titty. She's the one with the amazing voice. They're really boys. good movies. They really are great movies. I don't watch horror movies. Okay, I so, don't either, but I got hooked on those. Speaking of couples, Johnny Depp and that girl in all the Tim Burton movies, those two are amazing together. Uh, hang on a second. I gotta look up what her name is. But I got your dirt. Or I got your dirt. Yeah. It's like my only line I can think of. Are you talking about Helena? I think he is, yes. Helena Bonham Carter. Uh, maybe? Uh, she was Bellatrix Lestrange. Oh, like, that bitch! That's my favorite person to watch. Yes, Swingy Todd! Is yeah, she Johnny does, Depp. um... She, she, she does, does yoga with my gumma. Johnny Depp is, like, always gonna be my all-time favorite actor. Yeah, Helena Bonham Carter, that's what I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Those two are amazing together in movies. They did, um... Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sweeney Todd. Todd. Uh, they were in a lot of movies together. I think she was the Red Heart's queen, right? Yes. Yeah, she was the Red Heart queen. And then you had uh, she's the because ba- she's the baker in Sweeney Todd. Yeah, Miss Lovett. Yeah, Miss Lovett. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I love um, little priest. Priest. Guys, like have a little priest. It's like one of my favorite. Oh, she was also in Fight Club too. Hell yeah! Rule number one about Fight Club: Don't talk, do about, not fight talk about Fight Club. The more you try to talk about Fight Club, then, huh? Huh, Griffey? Rule number two: You do not talk about Fight Club. Rule number three: You do not talk about Fight Club. God, it's terrible. Um, it's also a really good actress it. too. Have y'all noticed that um, she was in uh, Harry Potter's and the Sorcerer's Stone? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Who'd she play in Sorcerer's Stone? She was the girl with the fluffy, like, curly hair, I guess. I don't know. Um, have you guys noticed that my, um, my she little... Had, she was only around for, like, one movie, I think. My torturer stares at you when you're on the screen. What is it? My torturer stares at you. Who? Oh. But if you go off the page, he shuts his eyes. Ah. So, I've got a funny... Britishism, which is you guys call it Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Mm-hmm. You guys whereas, have a different name for it. Yeah, it's Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. And yeah. I knew that you changed the name like the... for the book. Well, because that's what I it like is. That. It's it's uh, like the Philosopher's Stone is a thing in mythology. But right. I knew they changed the book. I didn't realize they made them do different takes so that in the film, in the American version, they actually say Sorcerer's Stone as well. Yes. But that's crazy. Different? Yeah, yes. yeah, it's different here. It's the same movie. It's well, just there was a whole. Right? There's like a whole reason okay. why, like, there was like a whole it's like same actual like legal reason why we it's had to change it movie. because like it's people the same were not... movie. They just had changed the 
few words in the script. Oh, okay. So instead of saying Philosopher's Stone, they have to say Sorcerer's Stone for the U.S. Is that for a lot of movies? Yeah. Well, yes and no. I mean... It, it, do they do that for any um, parts of... It was just a. It was just something they decided to do because they said they didn't think. Well, it's a bit patronizing. They said they didn't think American children would know what a philosopher is, which I don't think any child knows what a, a big word is until you tell them. Like, right. I'm not gonna lie. When I think of sorcerer versus philosopher, I think philosopher is like smart and like you know, like philosophy. But Harry, but, but versus sorcerer is magic. Yeah, I think but that's why. Technically, Harry Potter is based around magic, so it makes sense in a way. Because, like, a philosopher's stone versus a philosopher in my head are two different things. Because a philosopher's stone um, is a stone that has that holds like incredible power to it. Right. Is there an actual fucking stone in that How movie? Would you spell that word. Yeah, there's a stone in the movie. Like, what gets, was the point of the stone, by the way? How you spell that word? Everlasting life. Well, Voldemort wanted to last forever. Well, he wanted okay. to not be a... Drink the blood of a goblin. unicorn. That was it. Get so the philosopher's the stone. you would spell philosopher's stone, is it with an F or a P? P, P-H. Okay. So, okay, we Should got way watch... off track here. Should you ever watch the movie? It's called The Last Unicorn. Uh-uh. It's a great movie. It's a, it's an older movie. That's how it's coming. Have you seen Sky Dancers? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Here's an older Sky movie dances. for y'all. Okay, Barney. I'm not mm. sure how old you are. I feel like I'm going to be the oldest person in the here. Tours. I'm the youngest person at playtime. But you're not the youngest person here. Michael is. But there's a movie out that I'm going to have to introduce to Michael. It's called Pete's Dragon. Um, I've oh heard of God, it. Pete's Dragon. You remember that movie too? Yeah, I know of it. Version of it. I've seen no, it. I'm talking about the original. Like, I still I wish I had a VHS player because I still have it on VHS. I watched a lot of things on VH. That's the reason why I know Sky Dancers. But Peach Dragon is an old movie. I guarantee you'd enjoy Peach Dragon. Not because of four kids. Huh? What four kids? CW four kids. That's Sky Sky Dancers and saw like on there. No. I had to watch it when um, we had to go to the um, social workers. Uh, there was also the place. trolleys. Nobody knows what the trolleys is but me. The troll? The trolleys. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It was a music movie, just like Trolls, but it was an older version of Trolls, just called Trolleys. It's yeah. the, uh, those ugly Oh, like, do they have the weirdest hair thing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's the trolleys. God's disgusting. I think of I, every time I think of those, I think of the McDonald's. ugly naked trolls. They're nasty. Meet the Robinsons. Yes. Why are you not kidding the boy? What's he saying? He's saying I Master, have this I don't big think you've head this, I, and tiny arms. I don't think you've thought this through. I have robots. a big head and little arms. Have you seen robots? Yeah. Yeah. We remember we trained the cats with a. Yeah. You, did you play that on PlayStation? No. You didn't play it on PlayStation? Didn't know if there was a game. I mean, I knew there, there was, was a game, a but never played it. I just watched the movie. Honey, didn't we order a boy? Yeah. This is going to hurt. Bop! Oh, Michael, I have a question for you. Did you ever play the original Xbox? Yes. 
Remember that big ass controller they called the Duke? <laughs> so it's been a while since I've played on the original. So Xbox is actually thinking about coming back with the Duke for the Xbox One. I'm like, oh mother of God, if they bring the Duke back, I will buy the Duke and play with that. Because... Well, there were so many buttons on it, like the side ones that you had no point for. And then you had the black and white buttons yeah. too. <laughs> and you're like, what was the point of these buttons? Well, for Halo, the black and white buttons was to turn your flashlight on or off. Your D-pads had different function. Like, certain games actually required the Duke controller because of more buttons. And I found a red, black, and I think some white camouflage controller at Walmart that I know you were like. I've, I, I've actually thought about getting a custom controller. It's just $70. Yeah, it's just, just $70. But this one controller I had designed is based off the U.S. military. So it's like green digital camo. The buttons are bullets instead of, you know, the standard ABYX. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can also take the letters off of it and just make it one color. Yeah. Um, so the ABYX was like 9 millimeter bullets. The... Uh, D-pad got changed to like a 50 cal bullet. And then I had Griff with the military font on it. I have like four different controller designs that I have saved that I want. So, um, it's about time for us to end Reese's time for today. Was there any other fun remarks we wanted to make? Um, okay, one final question. What is one thing you're looking forward to this year? Besides, I know we start talking about that, but what is something else that you're looking forward to? I want to go on vacation. California, bitch. I just want to go on vacation. That's about it. Other than pride and all of that, I would like to also go to some furry cons or ABDL cons or something like that, but it's super expensive. I'm looking forward to getting my first tattoo. I thought we were getting Austin's nipples pierced on his birthday, and that never happened. No. I told him, I said, you go get your nipples pierced, I'll go get a PA done at the same time. Yeah. Like, you know, I thought we were, I thought there was like a whole like thing going on about this. And then it never happened. The only thing a Prince Albert would really be good for is the sex and getting peed in with it. It's like it's like it's like um freaking Kylo Ren's lightsaber, but on your dick. Yeah, exactly. And you go like I've had friends they have to hold their they had to hold those two spots in their dick and shut them. It's like playing a flute. If not, it shoots everywhere. <laughs> so, I, if I got a PA, I'm gonna put a spiked horseshoe in it. That way. The horseshoe has spikes instead of balls on the end. That I could still be a spiky puppy. You know what? Most people I've asked Just about this. Because I was like, I asked them. I was like, <laughs> who did you go to get that done? They're like, oh, we had to get it ourselves. We had to do it ourselves because tattoo shops and piercing shops don't want to do it. There are shops that will do it. It's just you have to pay a little bit extra. Oh, no, no. I'm talking like these are like people that um, – they work for tattoo shops or piercing shops or they're well connected in those and every shop that they know is like, no, we 
we don't do that for legal reasons. And so they're like, we know we know how to do it, but we're not going to do it for legal reasons. We, so you you would have to do it yourself. And so every single person I know is, um, like when I was in the military, every person that had one, they all had to do it themselves. So I asked them, I was like, how do you do it? And they went, you get a hook, you get a curved hook, uh, needle, you you go through the urethra, and you go down, and then you go up. I was like. Fuck that. They, they, they say, because if you try to go from top down, it will go crooked. And so you have to go in to down and pop that fucker through and then have it. And then you go this way and pop up and you push through. Oh. I was like, oh, fuck that, bitch. Uh-uh. No, thank you. You're not Pascal. I'd still do it. But... Yeah. Anyways, boyfriend, where can people find you at on Twitter, Instagram? Twitter, Rieka C. Dwagon. And on Instagram, Rieka Z. Dirk. Z. What is it? Z. Dirk. Z. Dirk. D E R G. Delta Echo Romeo Gold. <laughs> I'm going to look this up now. I've never noticed this. <laughs> You're his boyfriend. How do you not know that? I know that. I know there's. I know he's got different one. I know one is. Do you, do you know why? I type in R Y, and go three It's like okay. <laughs> Don't worry, Bobby. I noticed that you have Dwagon on one and Dirk on the other. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. At least, At least I, yours is basic, David. Mine is basic. My Twitter is uh, Blake Dylan. And my Instagram is Dylan Blake underscore official. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. What about you, Grippy? My Instagram is at pup underscore griff. Twitter is griff underscore pup. And Barney. I'm also on TikTok now, which I'm in process of making more TikToks. I have 15 sound files saved, so I have 15 planned TikToks coming out. So stay tuned. Barney. Uh, I am the Muckle Stoter on uh, Instagram and Twitter. That's my artist name. <laughs> it's the underscore Muckle underscore Stoter on Instagram and at T Stoter on Twitter. Okay, I'm not going to remember that, Barney. So you're going to have to follow me so I can follow you. Yeah. <laughs> Send me a message or something. <laughs> I already do. I'll, I'll, I'll. Drop you a message. Well, everyone, that is it for recess. Thanks for partaking on recess with us, and we will see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Wait, wait. Bye.